Welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. My name is Chris, and today I'm joined by Liza and our mystery friend who will not be named. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. I... It's Mandy. <laughs> so we're at Disney World right now. We're actually at Wilderness Lodge in front of the fireplace, because even though we're staying at Pop, we like to enjoy the amenities of deluxe resorts. So we decided to enjoy this fireplace and podcast because it's absolutely freezing out. What is it, like 49 degrees or something? It's like 44. Oh my gosh. That's awful. But we did a bunch of stuff today. So we want to talk about the wedding we went to. We want to talk about our dinner at Ohana. And also we want to talk about the Festival of the Arts over at Epcot because we had a blast over there. So let's talk about Festival of the Arts first because that's what we did first. Yes. Okay. So what did you have to eat, Liza? Okay, so we had the wild mushroom risotto. We had a charcuterie. That was from the Canada Pavilion. The Masterpiece Kitchen. Masterpiece Kitchen. (laughs) It's a masterpiece. Look at the attack. Well, and all the food, the whole concept is that everything is, you know, first of all, it's delicious. But it's also sort of presented really beautifully. That's the whole idea. So, like, our risotto was, like, the most gorgeous. Like, you go to Food and Wine and you get a scoop of risotto. Okay, it's okay. It's great. This is, like, beautiful risotto. Like, we must have took 27 pictures of it. It was, like, the supermodel of risottos. Yeah, it's, like, Food and Wine is, like, your tray in prison. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's a prison tray. Food and no, it's really. Tray. It's not. It's not... It's not that bad, but I mean... Can you compare it to how much better things are at Festival of the Arts and really Flower and Garden as well? Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really, I thought the presentation, and of course it is Festival of the Arts, so it's supposed to be more artistic, and they really do a great job with the presentation, and we also had a uh, vanilla rose water and pistachio panna cotta. That was amazing. It was very clean tasting. It wasn't overly sweet. It tasted really fresh. And it had a little edible violet on it, which was pretty. I ate it. I didn't taste it, though. I didn't even taste it. Oh, well, you know. Did you eat anything this year at Festival of the Arts? Not yet. Today was my first time, and I just ran through to meet you guys. Everything looked really nice, and I really want to try, like, the sushi donut and, like, the pancake milkshake, which I did not get to try last year. But it's, yeah, it was just a quick glance through today, window shopping. So the whole concept of Festival of the Arts is it is food, but there's also a lot of exhibits going on. There are a lot of classes that you can take and sign up for. And there's a big mural that everyone can go ahead and draw on. And one of the nice things, and and this is a permanent exhibit now, is there's a playground for the kids in Epcot now. They started it at Flower and Garden. They've extended it during Food and Wine, and now it's just there. I guess it's permanent, right? Yeah, I hope it's permanent. I mean, I think it's a really good thing for the kids to have here. They need some kind of an outlet to play and run around and act crazy. You know, there's a lot of adulting going on here. So I feel like... Yeah, in Epcot. So they needed something that was more geared towards kids. And I think that that play area, and it's so nice because the rubber on the bottom of the play area, it's spongy. And it's the kind of stuff that your kids can run around and you're not like afraid they're going to get mulch in their shoes or or they're going to hit their head, skid their knees or whatever. It's a really nice play area. Yeah. And it's themed and it's, it's just beautiful. So that's a fun thing. There's all kinds of things going on in addition to the regular rides and restaurants you can go to. So definitely check it out. And 
again, more of the food. Yesterday I had the scallops at the Mexico Pavilion. That was pretty good. But I have to say, it couldn't hold a candle to that risotto, which was, honestly, it was probably one of the best things I've eaten at Disney. It was so incredibly good. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was so good. I said I would use all three of my quick service credits just to, like, because they give you three, you could get three items for one quick service credit at a booth. at the same booth. And that's what I would get. Just I would get, big thing I would get three of the risottos and I would be very satisfied. It's it a pretty big serving. I mean, it was like if you had had like a vegetable or a salad or something or a piece of meat, that's a meal with oh, that. Totally. I mean, it was a big serving and they had really big shavings of Parmigiano Reggiano, which I was impressed by because you don't normally get that and something at a, you know, a, a food booth in a park. Right. Okay. So the next thing we tried, I thought was interesting. At least from a visual standpoint, it wasn't as exciting as the risotto and everything else we had there. Because that, oh, we had the charcuterie there too. Yes. The charcuterie was good. They did have a lamb sausage, which I'm not especially keen on. The cheeses were amazing. So the charcuterie plate, as good as it was, it was a little... It was a little bit of this and that. Maybe you wouldn't even like everything on it, but for $14, I honestly could not recommend getting it. I, I think for the price, when I saw the price of it, I uh, I just, it was a hard thing to do. It wasn't good enough for $14. And it wasn't enough food for $14, considering you can get a ton of food somewhere else for 14 bucks. Those nachos at that Mexican quick service, that is a ton of food. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, and I think also it's it's not enough to justify. I mean, you could get two things somewhere oh, yeah. else. Unless you just really have a craving for a cheese plate, I would skip that. It was good, but it's $14. That's a little overpriced. Yes. I mean, it was a beautiful presentation. They put it on a little, um, a little wooden, like very thin wooden board. So it was pretty to look at. It was very nicely arranged. But as far as, you know, price and value, it just wasn't there. No. Um, let's talk about Deconstructed Dish, which is another um, another booth we went to. It's very close to that one. And we got the Deconstructed BLT and the Deconstructed Reuben. You, ha- you ordered the Reuben. Tell me about that. Okay, so the Reuben comes with a pile of shredded pastrami that's laid out in a little dish. And it's got some pickled cabbage on the top of it. It also has some dots of a spicy mustard on the side. And it has like a sauce, like a Thousand Island dressing, a little dollop of that on the side. And then it's got this big puff pastry ring that looks like an onion ring. But it's not onions. It's it's a puff pastry. And it has caraway seeds on it to make it a little like a rye. I cannot, I can't say that it's any good. I didn't like it. I felt that a Reuben to me needs the sauce. It needs some sauerkraut. It needs a good rye bread. And this was some cold shredded pastrami. And I know it was cold outside, but it just nothing to me was working. It was cold. Like like the the food was cold. That that plate was cold, which is fine, you know, maybe the sandwich is not a big deal. To me, it was a little hard to eat because you know, it's not like you have a table and a knife and a fork and you're dealing with this shredded corned beef. And frankly, it was really tough. And so, I mean, it tasted very good. It was not nearly as good as the one they had at the um, Festival of the Holidays that they just finished. 
the Christmas one, um, they had a Hanukkah um, like themed sort of booth. That was excellent, but this was just okay. Um, I had the deconstructed BLT. It was basically a thick, thick cut slab of bacon that was a little undercooked, to be mm. honest. And it had a soft, a soft boiled egg on there, a poached egg, I'm sorry, which was very, very good. You know, that was okay. I think it could have been better. I think if you have a craving for something sort of salty, eggy like that, go for it. Um, I will say one of the things I've always felt at these festivals is that I wish I had little salt and pepper packets for some of the food because it would have been excellent. But to me, an egg needs a tiny bit of salt and pepper. It needs some salt and pepper, but how are you going to have a BLT without the L? Well, there's like a little sauce where I think they, the green thing, there's like a little smear of green. There should never, L is never a sauce, okay? It's a lettuce. on a BLT though? Well, like how how does the egg fit into that besides the bacon? That's a good point, actually. It's not a BLET. A blet. A a blet? (laughs) Would you like a blet? I just, I don't know. I didn't find. bread either. Yeah, exactly. And the, the tea was questionable. Well, and I'll tell you what, if you enjoy, like, if you're doing keto or low carb, hey, go for it. There's no carbs in that, really. Even yeah. the, yeah, I mean, so that's, that's for maybe for those folks, but everybody else wants a little bread with their BLT. But, but to me, that bacon slab, it was not appetizing. It looked very unappetizing to me because it looked like a giant slab of fat. Yes. It did, actually. Yes, it did. I did. I did. I I love bacon. So I like a bacon too, but my bacon has to be like almost burnt for me to enjoy it. I don't mind a burnt bacon. So there were a lot of things we didn't get to try, and that's the thing about these festivals. You really either have to spend all day and you know, you eat and then you go back and then you eat or you know, you come here multiple times during the trip. I actually heard a family talking and one of the kids was saying, it was like older kids saying, mom, I miss such and such. And she's like, that's okay. We're coming back every single day. Now that's commitment. That, that is a is. real commitment. That's dedication. But there, there are a ton of booths. Most of the booths that you would see at the food and wine festival, there's a booth here, you know, a repl- something in that, that area. Yeah. So there's a ton of stuff and maybe minus like three or four that you would normally, you know, see, but, um, yeah, it was wonderful. We had a great time there. We we did end up going to Mexico because, and I can't say it, it's Chosa de Margarita. I don't speak I, Spanish. I do not know how to say it, and I apologize. But there's a little margarita stand across from the Mexican quick service that sells the best chips and guacamole in the whole world. We had to have that. <laughs> so, you know, if I hadn't had that, I probably would have tried a few more booths, but we didn't get a chance um, I know Mandy's going to go back because she lives here, so she'll be trying it out. But but huge, huge fan of this festival. We went last year for the first time, and it was wonderful, and we'll definitely go back. And another thing, if you are into art, Disney art, Star Wars stuff, art, they, they have a lot of art. You can buy prints. You can buy actual paintings from the artists that painted them. Um, if your kids are into drawing in the festival center that's located in the Odyssey building, they have real artists come in and they teach you from start to finish how to draw Disney characters. They provide the paper, you take it home. It's a really cute idea. I, I almost wish they used to do that in the studios. 
when they had that animation class that you could take and it was free. It was like a attraction and they stopped it. If they would do that all year, that would be really cool. They do have an art of animation where like three times a day you can come in and an artist will teach you how to do draw Disney character. But um, Festival of the Arts kind of amplifies it because the artist kind of goes through and he like actually goes through like a lot of details. Um, I know like because I work at Art of Animation that um, like it's more like a quick kind of thing. But at Festival of the Arts, they kind of really go into detail about it, which is nice because I, I did it last year. Horrible drawing, but uh, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It is fun. I think it's a really cool thing to do with your kids. I, I, I would love for it to be going on when my kids came, but we're coming in the summer, so it's not going to happen. But I love, I love that, and that's right, Art of Animation. So this is like this should be right up your uh, resort alley there. Yeah. The next thing we did was we went to a wedding, which is absolutely not something you get to do every day. It was wonderful. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I will just, just to give you an idea, Disney has so many weddings every single day of the year. You can get married at Disney. There are multiple locations. You can get married at the Yacht Club. There's a little gazebo there. There's, of course, Seabreeze Point at the boardwalk, the Polly location, and the wedding pavilion, which I, I personally love, not to mention any of the pavilions in Epcot and the World Showcase you can get married to. So there's tons of places to have weddings and there are so many weddings every year in fact the violinist rob we have to talk about rob rob was the best the violinist at their wedding um said he alone does 800 weddings a year and that the most he's done in a day was six weddings he said by the end of that it was a, it was a rough day but um there are different types of weddings one is the escape wedding which is what our friends nick and sasha had that's sort of like a smaller wedding and then it just goes up from there. And the prices are, they're pretty, you know, I think the escape wedding is probably pretty reasonable, mm -hmm. really. You're probably looking at about $3,000. Their wedding was absolutely beautiful. The setting was gorgeous at Seabreeze Point. Oh, yeah. Beautiful setting. I mean, it, for that kind of cost, it's a really nice wedding to have. I mean, yeah. I would be yeah. happy with it. I think it was, it was great. Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, they had a photographer. They had an adorable cake. In their case, it was gluten-free because Sasha is allergic to gluten. Um, and they had, you know, the musician, of course, and they had, you know, plenty of room for everyone. Beautiful ceremony. And then, and you have to pay extra for this, It they had Mickey and Minnie come out. And that was so fun. And they took so long. They entertained the little, there was a little flower girl there. They entertained her. They let us all take pictures with them. It was really fun. Oh my gosh, Mickey and Minnie danced with them during yes. their first dance. I, yeah. It was the cutest thing ever. It was really and adorable. It's so appropriate for the Mouse Mingle couple. Yeah, because that's where they met. They met on Mouse Mingle. Nicest people you could ever meet. And uh, and I have to say, Sasha was absolutely stunning. She was oh, a yeah. beautiful bride. We loved her dress. We loved her hair. And, um, and okay, it was very cold here, I will say. Anyone who knows me knows I love to dress up too cold to dress up it, so yeah, i was. had on i had on converse sneakers but then so did the groom and so did liza um <laughs> well that's usually what i'm wearing anyway <laughs> but but i was the officiant it was a little scary i've never done that before but it was a big honor we absolutely love their wedding and i think that any couple like honestly the price i think is so much better than what you would pay at some hall back in your hometown the only, oh, yeah. the only difference is you have to ask all your people to travel 
But I think, you know, if, if, if my daughter gets married at Disney, I will be very ha happy, especially if he's a doctor. Um, and so is she. No, I'm kidding. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> And a plastic surgeon. That's I'll what I tell my girls. I'm like, plastic surgeon, child. Be a plastic surgeon. You can operate on your mother. Exactly. Um, it, it didn't take I'll long. It, it, it didn't take long for Liza and I to turn into those people. Oh, uh, yeah. You, if you've been w watching Facebook Live today, you've seen we're a little weird. <laughs> I don't know if it's weird. I just we're think just, we're normal and everybody else is weird. We just like to have fun. And, you know, and we do all this without alcohol. Can you imagine? Thank goodness we don't drink. Oh. Because no. otherwise, we'd probably be barred from the parks. But we digress. So the the wonderful thing that, and I remember because I was with Nick when he put all this together because um, I was their travel agent as well. And um, Nick decided that they were all going to have the rehearsal dinner at Ohana. And you can't imagine how happy we all were to go to Ohana. Just, I mean, first of all, it's a wedding. We're happy for them. But it's Ohana. So let's talk about the food we had. So... You start off by having, like, what they call, like, this welcome bread, which is, like, kind of like a sweetened, like, pineapple-y, kind of like a King's Hawaiian, but not as soft. Yeah. And maybe not as, like, it was a drier. Um, and then they bring out, like, the salad and, then, like, everyone's favorite, the pot stickers and the veggies and the noodles. And then they bring out the meat on the stick. <laughs> the meat on the stick. <laughs> now, I do have to say, and Liza noticed it right away, the salad is different now. It was good. I liked it. It needed a little more dressing. I did not like it. It was heavy on the kale, which I, I love kale plain anyway. So I was. I love that. kale. I love a kale. I like a, I like a cooked kale. I like a, a, you know, a roasted kale. I like a crunchy kale. But for a salad, I need some dressing. And this was so lightly coated in dressing. They might have well not even put anything on it. I know. It was like they walked by a bottle of dressing on the way to bring the salad out to us, but the dressing never leapt onto the salad. Yeah. It was so. such, like, they they almost, they might have put a teaspoon of it and mixed it in. I just, I really wanted a side of dressing, but the, I never saw the guy. Well, he was a really good waiter, but he had a lot of people to take care yeah, of. He, he was really good, but... I mean, the other thing, too, is I think for a lot of people, you know, that salad kind of sets off the whole meal. They do something healthy, and then it's like, bam. Because then they bring out a big plate of noodles and pot stickers and chicken wings. And there are veg veggies on there. Did anyone have those veggies? Yeah. I had, like, a half a piece of broccoli. I did, too. I, I thought that they needed a little, like, I put sauce all over them because they were a little plain. They were just, like, steamed or boiled or whatever. But I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, you got to eat your vegetables because I know you don't cook. I'm not yeah. saying. So I thought the wings were good. I thought the potstickers were really good. That is my all-time favorite thing at Ohana is the potstickers. They're a gyoza is what they're called in Japan, but it's potstickers for Americans. And they're really good. They're crunchy, but they're soft inside. They do have meat inside them, but I actually like it. It's it's one of the things that I really like to eat that yeah, actually has not, meat. Um, you're, yeah, you're not a meat eater. I was no. so I was surprised when you were like, "Bring me those pot stickers," because we asked for extra. Because Liza was like tearing into them. Yeah, I ate everybody's pot stickers, but I said I'd like. To, I just want a couple more, like a couple meaning two. And you brought out like a giant platter. He brought out like fourteen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I thought maybe. He meant, you, know, you meant two per person, maybe. Maybe. Because there was like eight that. of us at the table. Yeah, but I was the only one that said that. But anyway, 
They're really, really good. The bread pudding came out, and the bread pudding is really good. I We suspect it's the same bread from the bread that you get earlier in the meal, the Hawaiian bread with the coconut pineapple bread. Oh, I'm sure it is. Maybe, I'm yeah. sure it is. Because that's what they said. They said it was a Hawaiian, like, um, right. pineapple coconut bread pudding with well, a vanilla bean ice cream, which, honestly, let's just be real. It's vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Don't well, make it fancy. It, it it was good. I enjoyed it. I think they went back to the old way of making that caramel sauce because it was much better. Um, but but a little thing about the meat they brought out, they brought out, like you said, they brought out chicken and beef and shrimp. All of those were good. They did not bring out the pork. I've never liked the pork when they bring that out. It's ah, always dry. Yeah. But um, I thought the chicken was amazing. It is dark meat, FYI. Yeah, I don't mind that. So I thought it was really good. Um. So anyway, everything was great. We loved Ohana. And I mean, I walked out of there and I was like, I don't think I need to go back to Ohana for like 18 months. In about 18 months, I'm going to be seriously craving Ohana. And another thing is that they have a guy singing Hawaiian songs. Yeah, the lady wasn't there. Playing the ukulele. And they also do a coconut race with the kids and they all get lays. And uh, it's really cute. And if you get the right table, you can see the castle. And yeah, we could see the castle. Although yeah, yeah. I was, my back spot. was, yeah, we had a great spot. If, we, so. if the fireworks are going on right now, I think I hear them. Um, yeah. I, I think overall our day was perfect. I couldn't have asked for a nicer day. It was a little cold. Like we were actually going to go to Magic Kingdom. We all wanted to go, but then we were thinking, you know what? It's really, really cold. Let's not. So that is, and that's the thing. And we should mention one thing. And this is, I know you do this. This is something I tell clients all the time. You're from up north. You're not used to, you know, warm weather in the wintertime. You're really cold up there. And they will come down here and they won't bring any proper coats. You have to bring layers when you come in January because you may get three or four really good hours during the day. But the rest of the day is really cold. And it was so windy this morning. Like ridiculous. So, I mean, we are wimpy southerners. We know that. But, oh, I'm cold when it hits 70 now. I, I am too. It's bad. I'm talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm really cold. But I tell, you know, I tell everybody, if you're going starting in November, uh-huh. December, yeah. January, February, any of those months, it's a it's a toss up. Like, you don't know. It could be hot. Like, I've gone in November when it never reached 50 one time, yeah. like when I was there. And then one time I went in December and it was in the 90s. Yeah, you just never know. It's super unpredictable. And even if the weather says one thing it might change i will tell you my good friend amanda had her wedding on march 1st years ago and um the deal with disney is that if you're having a wedding and it's 49 degrees they will move the wedding indoors so her wedding went from being in this beautiful actually it was her reception i'm sorry her wedding it was at the wedding pavilion but her reception went from being in this beautiful outdoor location animal kingdom into the room with the dinosaur so she she actually was like the last person to be a bridezilla she was fine with it but you know their pictures do have like you know models of dinosaur poop behind them but is felicia rashad in there what in the dinosaur building in the dinosaur ride the building where the, all the educational stuff is and they have like poop and stuff where's that at? oh the, the dinosaur lounge 
Yeah, that's where they it was. Above yeah. Like, oh, the yeah. <laughs> that's where their wedding was. I or never, their reception. I'm gonna have to go up there. Yeah. Well, I think you have to. It's like for private events, right? Yeah, or like, like educational stuff, stuff and things sort of like, like that. General oh. Motors lounge above yeah. Test Track. Like you can only get there if it's like events or some corporate right. thing or. Yeah. Well, I've never been there either. So it's okay. I was hoping that it was like in the dinosaur room with the big giant dinosaur when it's like the line to the get on the dinosaur ride and then Felicia Rashad schools you like in the queue. No, but that would have been great. I suspect they will be a vow renewal person or couple, I should say, because they kind of do deserve like a bit of a do over. I mean, they had a beautiful wedding anyway, but but my the moral of that story is as we digress but the moral of that story is just be careful about the weather. I think we should close this show out with that On the Wings of Love song. On the Wings of Love! <laughs> yeah, no. It's been playing in my head all day. Really? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Wow. Well, and that the cool thing about the violin, we have to talk about Rob, the violinist at the wedding. We, we're part of the Rob fan club now. Because oh, yeah, if you. Rob. If you're getting married at Disney World, you have to request Rob. Rob just has a great personality. And he told us, you know, just like little tidbits about, you know, trivia about being the guy who plays at all these weddings. But the cool thing was, is, you know, the bride and groom were very busy talking to their family and friends and whatnot. We were kind of standing there talking to Rob because we weren't, you know, in those pictures. And um, he played all the songs we asked for. And, okay, so we'll tell you guys know the answer so i'll ask you mandy what's the most requested song that disney grooms ask for the imperial march from star wars which is not surprising and what's the most requested song that the um brides ask for when you wish upon a star star. when you wish how sweet is is that yeah oh yeah yeah mandy cried today i their vows are super cute. I started to cry when Nick got a little choked up. When he saw her? Yeah. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, I, that was the he best was part. was so happy. Well, and the thing about him is he's just a decent guy. He's oh, a he's decent so guy. nice. They should have kids. Yeah. They, you know what? We should have asked Rob to play On the Wings of Love. <laughs> I would have if I would have remembered. I was Rob. hoping he would play, um, you know... Uh, the children are a future. What is oh, that song? He did. He did, he did Rob, play the Oh, that's remember? right. He did. Because we were talking Rob made Chris's day and played yes. the like the greatest Watson. love of all. Yeah, from of all. Yeah, he didn't her. play it like Randy Watson. He didn't drop his uh, microphone after. <laughs> he's got to drop the bow. Yeah, yeah I was like, he's that. playing a very. And then yeah. he did say that the most requested song in general is The Devil Went Down to Georgia. That's yeah. right. I mean, how funny is that? He played that for us, too. Yeah. Chris said, is that what you play when the mother-in-law comes out? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that part. He, has a really good, he had a really good sense of humor. He had, he, I think he enjoyed hanging out with us. The three women standing at the side acting goofy. Not yeah. part of the family. Not part of the family. Mandy thought it was really funny when I shamelessly plugged the podcast. Yeah. Plugged the podcast with him? That's I just like, yeah. Mouse More Podcast. Check it out. Just check yeah. it out. Yeah. And we gave him a cast compliment on Twitter, which you can do as well. If you want. Yeah. Not to Rob, but I mean like some cast member you meet, actually. Anyway. Okay. So should we close it up? Okay. All right. So I want to thank you for listening as always. And you can follow us on Twitter. That's Adam. Instagram. 
Facebook, our private Facebook group, but not Snapchat. No Snapchat. Yeah, or not uh, ourtime.com. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, we get our jitterbugs. <laughs> I'm getting both of them a jitterbug for Christmas. Oh my god! I just want to fucking on my jitterbug that says help. Bring me a Diet Coke. I think jitterbugs have bathroom locators as well. <laughs> Where's the bathroom? My GPS. <laughs> All right, well, we've amused ourselves enough. Good night. Bye.